0: Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. We are discussing being prepared for battle and talking about the armor of God. And we've been looking at this subject now for the last two weeks. And yesterday we began looking specifically at this armor the fact that this armor is in reality the life of Christ in us, it is God's life in us. And that all of these aspects of the armor, righteousness, truth, peace, salvation, uh, the sword of the spirit, all of these things are aspects of the nature and character of God, the nature and person of Christ. And these particular aspects of his life in us are what protect us. They are what guard us in the battle against the enemy. And they are what, as we appropriate them, what allows us to experience this these aspects of God, his peace, his righteousness, his joy, all of those things, in order to give us the grace to stand in the day of attack. And so it is an appropriation by faith and We exercise these things, and we don't have to get them. They are already given to us. We already have these things because he dwells within us. Now, the first, and and I was going to say again, remind you, Paul predominantly, though it may have been a passing thought of thinking about a Roman soldier's armor, Paul is drawing from Old Testament declarations about God and different aspects of God from the prophets, particularly Isaiah, as well as the Psalms, and from the garments of the high priest in the tabernacle and in the temple. And his garments are are in many ways like the armor that Paul is describing. And of course, we are, according to Peter, priests, and as well as the Lord Jesus, we are priests unto God. So, the first piece of this armor that Paul talks about in Ephesians 6 is in verse 14 the belt of truth around our waist. The belt of truth around our waist. What in the world is Paul referring to here? Well, obviously, truth, God's truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. God is truth. In him exists no lie, no deception, no sin. He is truth. But I also find it interesting that the prophet Isaiah speaks about this in Isaiah 11:5. He starts talking about, or excuse me, about God being this wonderful, glorious warrior and how he comes clothed, as it were, With armor to defend and fight for his people. He mentions this in Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 5. And notice what he says here. Let me get this passage opened up here. He says, righteousness. And he's talking about God coming and the branch of the Lord. And we know this is messianic. The one, the spirit's resting on him. His delight is in the fear of Adonai. He's going to judge righteously. He will judge the poor with righteousness. Notice he says in verse four, he will decide with equity for the humble of the earth. He will strike the raw earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will kill the wicked. And then he says, righteousness will be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness, the belt of his loins. So he's already beginning to describe the fact that God is a God who is just, and he is a God who is going to come and judge with equity, truthfulness he will judge the world with his truth and by his truth. And as I said, Jesus declared himself to be the truth. And the belt around the waist is is, is was an important fixture uh, on any soldier, but it would have been an important fixture uh, for uh, the priest or anybody. But Taking a sash around your waist, and if you had to move rapidly and move quickly, you were able to take pull up the bottom part of the robe and tuck it up under the, the waistband so that your legs could move freely and you could move rapidly and get to where you needed to go very, very quickly. And so truth is very, very important to enable us to move freely, move quickly, move swiftly, and truth kind of binds all the parts of the other aspects of the armor together. But it is truth. So God is a a truthful God. And then he talks about the breastplate of righteousness. Now, Isaiah mentions God wearing righteousness as a belt here in Isaiah 11, 5 and faithfulness or faith being the belt of his loins but in Isaiah 59 and verse 18 it says or verse 17 he says he put on a put on righteousness as a breastplate and the helmet of salvation on his head and he put on garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a mantle this is god who is coming to intervene in behalf of his people because there was no man, in verse 16, no man who was an intercessor. No one would stand in the gap. So therefore his own arm brings salvation to him and his righteousness sustains him. It is God who comes in righteousness in order to defend and protect his people. He is the righteous one. He is a righteous God. Everything he does is righteous. It is just. It sets things right. He is one who makes all things right. Jesus is the righteousness of God. He who knew no sin, Paul says, became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are clothed with his Righteousness. And so when you become a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, because He is the truth, truth resides within you. You are saved by the truth, you are kept by the truth, preserved by the truth, led home by the truth. You obey the truth, you follow the truth. When you become a believer, you become righteous in Christ Jesus. You are given His righteousness. All things are made right between you and God. You stand perfectly right just before God, as righteous as Jesus is, because you are clothed with his righteousness. You are given these things. And so when the war and the battle and the assaults come against us, we appropriate the fact that we are in the truth. We appropriate his truth. We also live by his truth, not by the lies of Satan. We stand right because the enemy is going to accuse us of being unrighteous. He's going to accuse us of all kinds of things and our protection for our heart is not in our own self-righteousness, but it is in the righteousness of Christ by which and with which we are clothed. So just beginning to think along those lines, Now you're going to begin to see how God and his nature and character are what protects us in the battle against the evil one. Well, Shabbat Shalom. Lord willing, we will see you again on Monday. May the joy and peace and grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be yours in fullest measure.